0: You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from Newstalk ZB. It's the biggest of rugby years. Rugby World Cup 2023, 19 weeks away. So how are we tracking? How's it all going for the first time in 2023 on this show anyway? Great pleasure to welcome in All Blacks coach Ian Foster. Ian, thanks for taking the time to chat to us. Uh, What are the first few months of 2023 involved for you? Yeah, lots of work
1: behind the scenes and... Lots of things happening, but it's been great to, I guess, up and going up north and watching a bit of Six Nations, it's been great to settle in and watch the Super, super Rugby and, and seeing the progress of teams and players and and a lot of work for something pretty big happening later in the year.
0: Indeed. So, on the whole, what have you made of the performances of your top players in Super Rugby so far this season?
1: Yeah, I, I think OK. I think it's... um yeah you know, World Cup years often it's uh often you find some players a little bit slower to start, but I think you know the performances um have been generally pretty good, <coughs> excuse me of a lot of individuals, so you know pleased with with some and moderately pleased with others and want a little bit more out of others. that's probably the the easiest way to summarise it, but you know I think we're now we're now into the meaty end of the season, there's a lot of a lot of positioning for. Sort of top positions, and and, um, and and clearly now is where the where the fun really starts for the competition. I think so. We're looking forward to this next next month.
0: When you talk about players who who perhaps um you know haven't quite reached the the levels that you might have hoped they would, are you able to get on the phone to those guys and and, and let them know, or do you leave that in the hands of their Super Rugby coaches?
1: Well, I mean, day to day, it's all—it's always in the hands of the Super Rugby coaches. But you know, we met our players. You know, I think you may remember we had a camp in the end of January, first time we've had one before they joined the Super Rugby teams. We sat down with the players and got a um, a key, some key indicators from them of things that they really wanted to try to nail in the in, in Super Rugby, and we had an agreement about coming back and giving them feedback on on two or three things. So, you know, we're we're busy doing that. So between, you know, all the coaching group with Joe and Jason, Stormy and Viki, they're, you know, regularly either I guess in a franchise or they are or or they'll be touching base with either coach or player and just updating on some of those key areas. So it's not it's not giving them feedback on all facets of their game, but it is on focusing on areas that we know the player's really keen to work on and we're really interested in that space too. So a lot of that's going on behind the scenes.
0: You're able to take 33 players to the World Cup compared to 31 in previous tournaments. In which positions are you most likely to add those extra two players? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a smart move.
1: I think to go, you know, I think I forget what 2015 was, but I know 2019 was one and one more. And now we've got one more again. So, I mean, in, if you look at it in its simplicity, you could sort of got. Two lots of fifteen for so two teams, and then then you get almost the three extras. as sort of a potentially a uh, a, a third hooker, or a third nine, a third ten, some of your specialist positions. That's kind of some of the simplicity of the logic. But you know we've got a lot of versatility in our in our group, particularly in our backs, and and got quite a bit of versatility when you look at some of our. Locks and, and, and into loose forward type play, so you know the, the makeup of the group will be. We're, we're having some good debates about that already, obviously, and we've got the rugby championship. We will probably be picking thirty six to, to, to I guess keep the door open for, <laughs> for people as well.
0: Are there any uh, positions in particular, Ian, where where you still haven't really locked in your final squad? I mean, presumably you've written down thirty three names, but are, are there any? Positions in particular where there's where there's greater debate than others.
1: Yeah, definitely. There's certainly, you know, it's certainly not a, um, a closed door at the moment to anybody. The, you know, we often get asked this, and you know, we, we certainly have got our uh, uh, a lion's share of our group, you know, pretty clear. But there are some positions that there is, you know, we leave we want to be open minded right to the end. Um, and also, we've got the ability through the rugby championship, and we've also got a New Zealand A team going up and playing two games against Japan to, to also trial a couple of things. So there's a bit ahead of us. And, and I think, um, but you know, we, we, do, we do are having some good debates about certain positions, and, and that's the way it should be.
0: Everybody loves a World Cup bolter. Uh, do you think anyone will go to the World Cup who hasn't played for the All Blacks yet?
1: Well, I don't know, It wouldn't be a bolter if I told you, Jason, would it? So, it's um, one of those questions on the to answer the way you framed it. So, it's, um, you know, I don't, um, who knows? And, look, let, let's be, let's, you know, if you look at the bigger picture, we've, you know, already we've we've scratched, I guess, you know, you look at Sebi Reese's injury, you look at George Bower's injury, you know, part of this part of the year is actually looking at all the contingency plans of, Making sure we've got our depth options really clear, and for one, it's about making sure we know who is who is the next in line for us, and then it's, secondly, it's also making sure that we're we're helping or doing whatever we can to get them ready so that they are selected. They, they get a chance to come in. So sometimes, you know, with the with the size squads we've had the last couple of years with travel, COVID, etc., I think it's probably. You know the odds of getting someone who hasn't played for us are probably aren't that that great, but um you never know, and also there's the the guys who come in during the tournament that that also uh, have got big opportunities so let's just keep excited about that for a bit longer
0: all right, fair enough uh, what are the things that you know the all blacks are going to have to do particularly well and better than last year to win the world cup
1: look we've got we've got to make sure. That we really continue the growth on the on the key areas that other teams like to go to to to, to accumulate points, and so what we've learned the last three or four years is that yeah, well, what we know is that if you if you enable people to come at you through your, through their set piece, through driving plays, um, that and if international teams find weakness in that space, then. It's a long night in the office. So we've got to keep growing that. We have to look at how we, just, I guess, stay focused and calm when we're actually playing well. And I know that sounds a bit strange, but last year we, you know, one of our biggest weaknesses was when we were winning by about 10 or 15 points. So we've done a lot of good stuff, and then when teams started to come back at us, we just and little periods of games that we lost our way in. So again, there's some little things there we've got to keep keep tidying up and keep our concentration and focus for a full eighty minutes and and really demanding that uh, that hundred percent concentration right through and right through a game. So there's a there's a couple of little points and I guess thirdly for, for World Cups, World Cups are very unique. You know, we're going to a, a World Cup in, in a country with a foreign language and Um, where the host team is probably the favourite. And, you know, we're not going to be going into a warm, fuzzy environment where kind of everyone loves us and and wants to be around the All Blacks. We're going to a country that actually will want to see us trip up and not play well. So I think how we embrace that and get excited about that challenge is going to be big for us.
0: Have you decided on your captain for the year?
1: Uh, Yes. Yes, I have.
0: Can you tell us who it is? No,
1: no, no. We're just we, look. We've got a we've got a plan with our leadership group. We we don't get a lot of contact with our players formally during Super Rugby, and and so we're we're just working through a timeline. With we had, we've had a couple of short sessions with our leaders, and and we're not far away from revealing that side of it. Part of it is just to being able to allow people just to. Get back and play. We've had a number of players that have been disrupted with with injury over the last couple of years, and and really have just been keen for people to settle in and just get some runs under their board about get their confidence up, and then we'll, we'll make that announcement shortly.
0: All right, and you're the first uh, All Blacks coach in history who knows who his successor is going to be. Uh, how do you expect the dynamic between you and Scott Robertson to work across the year?
1: Well, for me, probably not. It shouldn't be any different. I don't expect any change. Like, um, um, you know, reality is he's he's the coach for next year, and and I'm the coach for this year. So um, that's the dynamic.
0: You will still, though, presumably, have to have contact with him in his capacity as Crusaders coach over the next couple of months or so.
1: Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just business as normal as, well, it's not business as normal, but it has to be business as normal. You can't have, you can't have two, two voices in the market. You can't have people trying to make decisions based on two different opinions. So it's, it's pretty simple to me.
0: And if this process had been done after the World Cup, how likely would it have been that you would have thrown your hat back in the ring?
1: Oh, I'd not much point talking about that, Jason. It's look um, what what's done is done, and for me, right now, all I want to focus on the World Cup.
0: There's been some talk this week as well about overseas-based players being eligible for the All Blacks. Do you have a view on that?
1: Yeah, I do. Um, look, I think I think from from an All Blacks perspective, it's if I just looked at it purely selfishly from an All Blacks, it's, you know, I, I guess it it, make, it it's always, it makes some academic sense. Um, but I think from a New Zealand rugby um, as a whole, I think it'd be a disaster. I think, um, you know, I think we, we've got a super rugby competition that, has fed our national team for many, many years. I don't think the Super Rugby competition's perfect at the moment; needs a bit of work. But it is the it is the development path. It's a it's it's where we actually develop our players. We're able to work with the, the franchises in that space, and I think um and I think we we need to make sure we we're selling that product to the to the public, and we're. We're growing our young players with our older players around them, so I think to, to, with the minute we open up the door, I think we 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 know the worldwide demand for our players is huge, and and I think we'll lose a lot of our top players, and I think that'll dilute our domestic competition too much. So, look, there's there's pros and cons either way, but I think we have to look at the game as a whole, as a bigger picture, and and I think they need to they need to stay there and play here.
0: All right, and uh, just to finish, uh, what are we about? I think it's 19 weeks today that the first Rugby World Cup game uh, comes around. Do you you have a sense of excitement, of of, uh, anticipation about what lies ahead?
1: No, definitely. Like it's, um, you know, the coaching group, we're all together in, in Willington on Friday, just getting our plans in place and continuing that work with... We're going up to Hamilton for the game tonight. That'll be a good one, but it's all about building for for that game. And I'd have to say that uh, sitting in that Stade de France a few a month ago, watching France play and the excitement of that country and the crowd and the even the French team themselves, it's uh, it's just very clear that this is going to be an amazing tournament. So.
0: Can't wait. Yeah, we all can't wait. Just before you go, non-rugby-related topic, we know you're going to a World Cup. Get the feeling your daughter, Michaela, might be going to one as well. Brilliant few months for her for the Wellington Phoenix, a football ferns debut. Uh, How proud a moment was that for you as a dad to sit in the stand in in Hamilton and watch her debut?
1: Oh, that was pretty special. And, you know, for us as a family and, um, you You know, know, for... You know the amount of times that uh, you know you, you sort of know the commitment that goes in from a from a parent side, particularly my wife. Leave with all her travelling around, but now nah, she's worked hard. She's, she's excited. She's but she's in a good place now because she she knows she, that squad hasn't been picked. She's got a big training camp for six weeks coming up, and she's gonna have to work hard to get selected. So it's um, we're at that stage. We can't get too ahead of ourselves.
0: All right. You reckon the Chiefs will beat the Crusaders tonight? <clears throat>
1: A oh, very tight game. I um can't wait. I think there's I think there's one team that has to win and one team that would like to win. And so it just depends. You know, I think the Crusaders probably a the situation they need this one and I think the the Chiefs are done so well they've got a bit of a buffer at the top, so it's just how they harness that motivation and get their hunger levels up and I think if the Chiefs win. I think it's gonna be a mighty achievement.
0: Ian, always appreciate the uh, chance to chat to you. Uh, Look forward to doing it again, hopefully, before the World Cup rolls around. Brilliant. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. Thanks, Ian. Ian Foster, there, All Blacks coach. For more from Weekend Sport with Jason Fine, listen live to News Talk ZB, weekends from midday, or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.